She's saying, Lydia, I want you to pass on a message for my family for Christmas. Oof, I don't know why I'm getting upset, but I'm getting really upset. Welcome to Psychic-ish, my name is Lydia and this is my podcast where I talk about all the things that make me feel too psychic to fit into the normal world and too normal to fit into the psychic world, although at the moment I feel like I'm sitting in the ladder a little bit more, like I feel like maybe I am starting to slide on the slippery slope of being too psychic to fit, like maybe, oh, maybe I am just starting to fit into that whole woo-woo psychic world. I'm finding a lot uh, as I'm feeling more comfortable telling people about my experiences and sharing what things have been like for me. I've started connecting with other people that experience similar things and I've found more recently that those people are kind of coming to me for advice, wanting to know what they can do when they see faces when they close their eyes at night and things like that. And I've just weirdly found myself in this space where I feel like I have knowledge to pass on. And it's a really weird transition for me because I really still feel like I'm learning absolutely everything. Still don't know what I do and don't understand, but there's definitely been a shift in in my fear and I know I've talked about that a few times recently but the things that used to terrify me like falling asleep every night going to stay in hotels being in a cemetery just things like that just really don't have the same effect on me anymore and I don't know if it's because I've had so many more experiences since I've opened it up I don't know if it's because I know that I can ask the spirits to go away and they will so I know that I have more control and maybe it's just more because like to me the spirits are so much more like human beings to me than something kind of otherworldly and uh, something that I can't understand very well I feel like I'm not very articulate today so bear with me oh I can't lie I'm like rubbing my chest and little circular motions at the moment, I'm feeling quite low. It's in the middle of Mercury retrograde. So when I'm recording today, it is Friday the 22nd of December. And I mentioned on my Instagram story that last week I was just being a raging bitch. Like I had no reason to, and I'm aware of this. I had no reason to be a bitch. I was awful to my boyfriend. I was awful at work. Like I genuinely thought that when we had a few tough days at work, I was like, I'm going to be fired because I'm not going to be able to contain what is going on in my head. Like usually I think these thoughts and I keep them to myself, but I just had no filter either. Like I was a bitch without a filter, but I just couldn't hide it. Rebecca, you replied to one of my Instagram stories being like, please tell us what Mercury retrograde is like for you. And I was like, it's going to be 30 seconds of me saying I'm being a bitch for absolutely no reason. Goodbye. And that is true. But there has also been a shift in that. I've, after about five days, felt that I'm not really bitchy anymore. I had one day where I felt kind of normal and then now I'm just quite low. 
the interesting thing is, is that when I was feeling bitchy, I don't know how many times I'm going to say that word today, about 10 of us at work were feeling the exact same thing. I've been feeling dizzy and last night I felt like my brain just could not work and so were some of my colleagues that were experiencing some of the same things. And then people are also kind of having like a little bit of nausea as well. So at the moment, this is probably the first morning I've had to myself in a really long time. Uh, My boyfriend Dan got up and went snowboarding really early. I've stayed behind and I'm working tonight. And I just really lay in bed for a while. Like I let myself just sit and wallow kind of. I don't know what I'm wallowing about. I have nothing to be sad about, but I just feel sad. So I'm trying to let myself feel the emotion and not feel guilty or embarrassed for having that emotion. I'm just trying to, you know, actually experience it so that it can pass rather than bottling it up somewhere. But that's where I'm at. And it'd be remiss for me to say that one of my recent experiences might be the reason as to why I am so down at the moment. About a week ago, I was falling asleep and I was very much awake. We know this. We know that most of my experiences happen either when I'm trying to meditate and I'm open to spirits coming in or as I'm going to sleep and I'm in that area between being asleep and being awake. And I was definitely awake at this point, but my eyes were closed and I saw a face of a woman. She looked a lot like my grandma who passed away before I was born, but I knew it wasn't her. She had a sharp nose. She had these really blue eyes and it felt like she had gray hair. I felt like she was in her 60s, maybe. And she was wearing one of those foil party wigs where it's like those, I'll have to put a photo up on my Instagram because When I told my mum and when I told Dan, like neither of them really knew what I was saying. I had to find a photo. But you know how like there's like coloured party foil and it would come in either like a purple or a blue or a silver or a gold and they'd be cut kind of like hair strands with like a fringe and you could wear that as a wig. This might be a very like 90s kid thing. Like I feel like at dress up parties growing up, adults were always wearing them, like for New Year's and things like that. Like it was always the adults wearing them, never the kids. But I've only seen one person like in a photo wear that kind of wig before. And it was my papa who um, passed away. I feel like I want to say... I want to say 2015, but it wasn't 2015. It was when I was 15. Um, And it was at his 80th birthday party. But I just had this feeling that this woman who I was seeing... Oh, sorry, I missed a detail. And he was wearing one of those wigs, which was very funny because he was a very renowned lawyer in New Zealand. So... (sighs) Um, Sorry, I'm just feeling nervous because one of my biggest like obstacles to get over before starting this podcast was that I didn't want to have my surname out there because I didn't want to tarnish his reputation as a lawyer in New Zealand. I didn't think he'd be happy being tied to something like this. He was very serious, um, but very loving. He always had mellow puffs. (laughs) 
But there was a picture of him wearing one of these wigs and I don't know, it, it, it was like this little silly element to such a serious man. But I had the feeling that this person was known to my family and they were either at my papa's 80th from in that photo or at my dad's 40th birthday party. Because growing up, we always looked through the family photos. Like my mum had this big cupboard in our hallway in our house with all these photo albums. And all the time we'd just pick a different photo album and look at all these photos. It's actually really nice memory to have. But my mum and dad would always host parties. Like they were um, big entertainers. And there were these photos of, I think it was my dad's 40th. It was like a dress up party. And I don't know why I just felt like this woman when I was seeing her was standing in one of the areas where most of the photos were taken, which was like in our family room, kind of next to a couch and the curtains were shut because it was nighttime, probably for some privacy. I don't know. But I feel like she was just in this one specific corner of our house. And I was racking my brain trying to think of who it was. I was going through all the mums of my oldest sisters growing up because I know that they were always the ones coming to parties. Oh, the mums of my older sisters? No, the mums of my older sister's friends because like my parents made friends at our school, right? And then they'd invite them all over for parties and things like that. So I was trying to think of if it was, you know, some of them. And then I told my, oh, sorry, someone's walking around upstairs and it's really distracting. You're going to hear the creaking and it's actually really starting to annoy me. Oh my God, is this the bitchy side of Mercury retrograde coming out again in me? I hope not. It feels like they've stopped. So maybe they heard me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, there they go. So, <laughs> I hope you can't hear it, but God, it's it's distracting me. Where was I? So I've had this in the back of my mind. This person, as I said, also kind of looked like my grandma who passed away before I was born, but I knew it wasn't her. But similar age, right? Like she passed away in her 60s. So similar age. And let's just put that to the side. Like I texted my sister about it. I texted my mum about it, trying to figure out who this woman might be. But whenever they'd kind of offer up someone who had similar features, I just know it wasn't them. So that happened. And then a few nights ago, the night before last, to be exact, I had a dream. Oh my fucking God. I don't understand why there's so much movement up there. No one, oh sorry, I feel like I'm whispering. No one's ever walking around upstairs. Okay, so I had this dream and in it, it was my boyfriend's family. So my boyfriend has a sister and his two parents. However, the sister in this dream wasn't his actual sister. It was someone I used to work with. And this person isn't a stranger to you if you've listened to all the episodes in the podcast. Back when I was working before my concussion, I worked with someone who was a year older than me and I uh, had a very interesting relationship with her that she had no idea about because I never vocalized it. But she just seemed to have her life put together. She was the year above me. She just bought a house. She was engaged. She was 
extremely intelligent and I saw in her what I thought was the potential I could have had and didn't grow into um, while finishing my schooling and finishing my university. I saw in her a reflection of me living maybe at 60% of my potential and it triggered me a lot. It triggered a lot of jealousy and it triggered a lot of admiration <laughs> for her. Uh, I think looking back now, an element that I didn't share at the time is that she also was just herself. She was intelligent and she was quite serious and she didn't feel a need to mask that and try and people please or try and make people like her. And I think, again, that is kind of what my personality is like in my true core. Like, I'm quite serious just want to talk about serious stuff but I do get swept away in trying to be likable and just wanting validation of other people that I'm a nice person to be around probably comes back to abandonment issues <laughs> probably <laughs> but uh in the earlier episodes I ended up having a dream about her where I was kind of healing her like someone had healed me in the past and there was just talk around her mothering a baby and I was telling her to hold the baby and tell her the baby was loved and then we ended up having a conversation that we rarely had where she opened up saying that she was trying to get pregnant and this is years ago now I mean I was 26 so it must have been around about three or four years ago now. But this one person, um, let's call her Lizzie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that name just came to mind. It also makes me laugh when I say Lizzie because of that meme that came around like five years ago where someone said that they'd call their daughter Lizzie and then when someone asked if it was short for Elizabeth, they'd say, no, it's short for Lizard, because they didn't call for Lizard. Uh, anyway. <laughs> she was actually Dan's sister in this dream. And no, I don't think that they're linked in any way. I don't think that they had a past life together or any kind of connection. I don't even think they met ever. But she was the main person in this dream and I haven't dreamt about her since I worked with her. But the main part of the dream that I can remember is that she was going to a breast screening and she was having an ultrasound done on her breast and they found a big cancerous lump in her left breast. And then I think she tried to run away and I think we tried to find her and bring her back home and tell her we'd go through it with her, you know. And that was it. That was the dream. And already, like, I can feel my chest, like, <laughs> I can feel it tightening up. I can feel fear, like, creeping into me because I've talked about this a lot. Breast cancer is how my grandmother, who passed away before I was born, died my nana, who recently passed, also had breast cancer. It just developed in her 80s and, it, you know, I think she just ended up taking pills for it. I don't know how that works. 
And then my mum also had breast cancer. So it's just one of those things where growing up, I was always absolutely terrified that that would be my fate. And I've found lumps myself before and had to go to uh, my mum's breast physician to have them ultrasounded. So is ultrasounded a word? I don't know. Had them looked at. And that in itself like makes me feel sick right now because I know that I'm overdue a checkup. And that might be why I'm having this dream. I'm overdue a checkup. I should have had one a year ago, but because we've stayed in Canada longer, I haven't been able to have one. And I know I probably won't until I go back to New Zealand. The woman that conducted this check for me is the one that found my mum's cancer. And she always took our family under her wing. Um, She was incredibly lovely. Like part of her surname had the word sweet in it and it was just so fitting. I wouldn't be surprised if she was intuitive herself because I swear like when I looked into her eyes, like it felt like she could see all of me, you know? She was very good at minimizing fear. And I mean, I've got all this going around in my head and then I'm thinking of this woman this physician and something kind of goes off in my mind and I'm just like oh was it her you know was the person in my dream her or not in my dream the person that I saw before I fell asleep with the wig was it her she had very similar features so I messaged my sister and my mum and I said I think it's her I think it's this lady and my elder sister just messages me and she's like Lid this is a lot to take on I really hope you're taking care of yourself right now I don't like to think that you're taking on so much of this and I guess that's something that I haven't really thought about either like as I've opened myself up for readings and as I've been doing those more and more frequently I haven't really stopped to think about how I'm protecting myself from all this kind of emotion I love to talk about it. I love making those connections. But of course, like at the end of the day, we're human beings talking about this stuff all the time so often is going to bring us down. Like it's not normal to talk about this kind of part of life so often. Maybe that's not the best thing. (laughs) I don't know. But it's definitely not the norm right now. And then I talked to my mum and we're just talking about it. And I said, you know, do you know if she's okay? And then I just started telling my mum more elements of the dream. And I said, you know, or I just had one of those typical daughter moments where I was messaging her. And I said, you know, this is what happened in the dream. It was my old friend at work who had this checkup. Do you think it's selfish of me to like hope that this isn't a sign for me that something's going on in my body and that it's a sign for someone else because I was like this sort of thing brings me so much fear I feel like an awful person for saying this but I just I wouldn't be able to handle this being a sign for me and so I was hoping that I was being told a situation about someone else rather than it being about me and my mum said like please don't please don't think about this you know it's not the case it's just a dream And I don't know, 
it really stepped into a territory in my brain where I was just thinking like, if it is a message for someone else, what do I do with it? Am I meant to just sit with this information for someone that I'm not even in touch with anymore? Am I meant to tell them because that that feels like a big interference in their life? Like I was walking onto a bus in Vancouver a few months ago for Dan and I's anniversary and he sat on one side of the bus. I sat towards the back of the bus towards the second door and I stood because I get car sick in Vancouver. The bus drivers are insane. And I could see there was a, a homeless man on the bus, which is very frequent in Vancouver as well. There's a really big homeless and drug epidemic. And I looked at this man and I just heard the words over and over in my head, dying, 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 dying. And we get off this bus and I just say to Dan, I was like, you know, that man that was sort of, you know, in and out of consciousness on the bus. And he said, yeah. And I said, I just heard the words over and over, dying, 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 dying. And he was just silent. We were walking down to our favorite restaurant, Nook, <laughs> in Kitsilano. And he was just like, look, there's, there's not much you can do about it. Are you going to go up to him and say, you know, sir, I think you might be dying. Are you meant to save him right now? You don't know that he actually is dying. Does that mean he's dying right now or he's about to? You know, like there's just so many <laughs> scenarios and I don't like having this kind of information and not knowing what to do with it. So that's sort of where my head was at. I'm just pondering like what I'm meant to do when I find out this kind of stuff or when I get told about this kind of stuff. Because by seeing it, like, is that someone, like someone's family members looking over them, or someone's spirit guides, or something like reaching out to me, being like, help this person? I don't, oh, I don't know, I'm spiraling. I'm very aware, I'm spiraling. But as I am texting my mom, and I'm telling her the details about this dream, I somehow, I don't know why, like I mentioned this person's name, the person of, the person of my old colleague's name. And I wrote it out. I said her name was, let's just say Lizzie was short for Elizabeth, not Lizard. Um, let's just say Lizard. Her name was Lizard slash Lizzie. I'm very aware right now, I used to work with someone called Liz at that same office and I really hope she never listens to this podcast but it's not about her it's not about you if you're listening Liz and also miss you <laughs> but I sent that text to my mum and she this was last night and she responded to me and she said that was the way that Lizzie spelt her name and she included the surname of one of our big family friends. So they were our neighbors while we were growing up and then they ended up moving still in the same area. And my mom and this woman were extremely close and our families were really close. And I can't remember how old I was when she developed quite an aggressive brain tumor, I think, um, and really sadly passed away. I would have been too young to go to the funeral. I know I didn't go to the funeral. But my mum, like, as soon as she said that, I had, oh, and I'm getting them right now, I had shivers all over my body to the point where, like, 
all my little goosebumps were tingling. And I just wish you could see them right now. I'd take a picture, but I'm just in like little pajamas. I just woke up. But they're literally everywhere. And I said to mom, like, I was like, mom, I think this is her. I think this is her. I've just got shivers everywhere. And then I just hear this voice in my brain, like as if it's a thought, but it's not my own. And it's clearer than my own thoughts. It's very sure. And it's this woman. And she's saying, Lydia, I want you to pass on a message for my family for Christmas. I don't know why I'm getting upset, but I'm getting really upset. And so I hear this. I text my mom and I say, mom, it's her. She's just told me she has a message for her family. And I start hearing more things from her. She says things to my mom saying that like she was a good woman. And she mentioned like how my sisters and I have grown up so beautifully. And that um, that's a testament to my mom. Oh, I'm getting so teary. I wasn't teary last night. I was really tired. It was midnight. Like this was happening at midnight. And so my mum calls me and I'm sitting there in bed thinking like I should be going to sleep right now. But I can't not talk to her, you know, like it's midnight. I'd been feeling sick. Like I'd had the longer shift at work. I was nauseous, dizzy. But how can I not, you know? And... So I pick up the phone to my mum and I was just like talking this through with her and I, again, now I'm in the position where I have someone where I have very clear messages coming through from them and they'd like me to pass it on to their family. One of her children was my age and I haven't talked to the person that's my age and like (laughs) I don't freaking know like I want to say I was like eight I honestly don't even know we are friends on Facebook like I remember we befriended each other on Facebook like maybe when I was in university I don't know and I remember thinking at that time like oh like this person remembers me like it was just a weird thing and then as I was talking to my mum last night, I was like, that is why we're friends on Facebook. That must be why we're friends on Facebook. And it just turned into this conversation of how do I actually reach out and pass on this message that this woman has for her family? And I started getting all these little details of things that this family have recently celebrated. Um, I mentioned to my mum that maybe... Like, I asked her, I was like, would she have been 60? Did she turn 60? Because I feel like when I saw that woman with the wig on, that she was in her 60s. And mum was like, no, she was older than me. Maybe she turned, like, maybe she's 65. And I just got shivers everywhere again. And I'm just like, okay, there was recently a celebration for her 65th birthday. She was there. She wants them to know she was there. Oh, God. 
I was getting all these little bits of information. Like I just saw people skiing down a mountain and I said to mum, I was like, did, did our families go skiing together? And my mum just goes, no, that wasn't us. That was me and Helen, who was another friend of hers. And then I just hear this woman in my freaking head saying, I was always jealous of that. And so it was like being shown these images and being, oh, I don't know, it just sparring like, these little spurts of memory and conversation and it was just really beautiful in a sense of like typically when I'm doing readings and things like that if I see an image come to mind and I say that image and it doesn't relate to the person I'm talking to I just kind of cast it aside but maybe there's something more to that imagery that comes through you know like I I just need to believe that there's a reason why that image came through so what your seeing now or what you're listening to now is me before I'm just going to sit down and channel this lovely person um I think I have to share whatever message they have for their family I have no idea how it's going to go I've been writing over and over in my head like how I'll even begin the message to her child like, hey, we haven't talked in like 22 years. This might be one of the weirdest messages you receive. I apologize. Like, this feels like a very invasive thing to say. But, oh, God, how do I even broach this? They don't know I'm psychic. I mean, they don't know that I've I do all this stuff. How do you even approach an old family friend about that I don't know if you have any suggestions maybe okay (laughs) this is what we'll do maybe for tomorrow's question box instead of I mean you can still ask questions about today's episode you can still share thoughts that you may have about it but maybe if you have any suggestions for how I could broach this to that person, that would be really appreciated because I really just don't know how I'm going to do that. But I'm very aware that it's the 22nd of December and she wants this message to be sent to them for Christmas, so I kind of need to do it soon. <laughs> okay, that's it from me. <laughs> I'll see you really soon. I've already recorded another episode. We've got a lot going on. I don't know if there's going to be anything to share from today's episode but maybe there's going to be a part two who knows it's all up in the air (laughs) please have a very merry christmas if i don't speak to you before then and have a lovely new year best of luck getting to sleep tonight bye bye